Hi, this is Jim Ojula, the writer, director, co-producer, and special makeup and creature effects supervisor of Strange Nature, uh, the new eco-horror film out in theaters now, and you are listening to Without Your Head. Welcome to the Station of Decapitation with Utrecht. I'm Nasty Neil, and I'm joined by Jenny Spain of Dead Girl. It's very cool to have you here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. So how how are you doing? It's a strange time right now. Oh, hanging in there. Yes, it's definitely a strange time. I don't know, like when you walk out, it's just kind of, it's almost like walking into a horror movie or like the walking dead. Like everything is just so empty and streets are all dead. Kind of eerie. Yes, it is. Cause I still go for my uh, daily walks. And if it's, uh, if the, if, especially if it's not even that late here, but yeah, there'll be no one around. Everything's closed. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of eerie. It's weird. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, you see people out, you know, with like the big heavy duty mask and you're just like, holy shit, like this is just real life. This is actually shit that's really happening. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, terrifying. Yeah. The, if, uh, the, uh, the supermarkets are, uh, that's where I feel anxious because everyone's in a panic trying to rush around and it's, uh, it's, it's not a good time. Oh, no, definitely. Definitely. Especially when you're just trying to take all precautions. Like mm-hmm. I... I've been to two stores and I ended up getting the, um, the COVID-19 virus and I'm sitting here going like, how the hell, I mean, I go out and I have my gloves, everything, mm-hmm. and you're keeping your distance. And it's just, just uh, numerous questions that just go through your head. Like how, yeah. how is this happening? How did you mm-hmm. get this? Mm-hmm. 
So I, I met, I saw, you know, on your Facebook, you mentioned that you have the virus and, um, uh, you know, you've had your own, a lot of health, uh, things over the issues over the last few years with, uh, with cancer and everything. So, uh, yeah. that had to be pretty, you know, uh, it would be bad anyway to get it, but it must be nerve wracking to find out you had, uh, you have, uh, the COVID virus. Yeah. Um, it's just something that I'm mean, trying to take all precautions because you just know your immune system is just kind of shot from it all. Um, and you're still recovering and, uh, still trying to take it day by day. But, you know, I mean, my body's been through a lot and I'm definitely just going to fight through it. Like I have, you know, the past mm-hmm. few years. So it's all good. All right. Very good to hear. Are you, how are you doing physically, you know, um, fr- from the, the cancer, uh, surgery? And- um, oh man, I am in chronic pain 24 seven because I had to go through multiple surgeries, multiple ab, um, abdominal, I can't even talk right now, mm-hmm. abdomen surgeries. And, um, I had a tear that actually I almost lost like my insides. Mm. And so they had to go and like stitch me back up. And so I, it was just like, like, right. It was one after another. So my body never really had that time to really heal the way it should have. Mm-hmm. I mean, just already having, when you have your reproductive organs that are already removed, it already takes the healing process is they say between eight to nine months. But when you have an autoimmune disease it takes a lot longer i'm really sorry to hear that so um what what do you do to cope with the pain um well i just started doing the whole cbd thing which Mm -hmm. is amazing um i was i yeah i've never really been into any of that kind of stuff you know i I Mm -hmm. don't even drink um but man it's it's helped a lot it does you know and i i absolutely recommend cbd you know, fully, you know, I have a daughter with autism and, uh, when she has, uh, her little meltdowns and everything, you know, I sit there and I question, I'm like, do I want to give it to her? (laughs) You know, but you know, a lot of children with autism, a lot of, you know, a lot of children going through mental health, um, uh, a lot of therapists, a lot of people, you know, do you recommend CBD? You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a natural, it's not an addicting drug. It's, nothing like that so um it's very healing and it's good for you it has a lot of wonderful benefits mm-hmm. so, yeah, i agree 100 um, yeah. I, I use it myself and my m- mother who had a bad back for years and would always take a lot of uh, just pain pills um i once i had her you know start to take it um you know knocking wood but since then for the last six months or so she doesn't take any pain pills she just uh takes the cbd oh yeah you know, I, it's just so easy for the doctors to just kind of prescribe you pain medicine. Um, when I, after my surgery, I, I had a horrible, horrible surgeon and just awful bedside manner, just really pissed my family and everybody off. Literally after he cut me open and said, uh, you know, I don't give narcotics. So I'm just going to give you ibuprofen, mm. you know, and you're thinking like, okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a major surgery. Open. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the thing is also too, you know, it's just so, it's so common. It's so easy for doctors to prescribe, um, narcotics and pain medicine. But I mean, I, I was kind of pushing for, you know, the pain medicine and I ended up taking the pain medicine, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, 
I had to be extremely careful with it. Um, I had to like stop it because I was going through withdrawals and it was just, it was terrible. Yeah, I don't talk about this a lot. Uh, well, I've talked. I've had a lot of uh, health problems myself from four years ago. I had uh, 14 inches of my colon removed and had a colostomy bag mm-hmm. for a while, and uh, I got that reversed. And but um, oh goodness! And uh, last late last uh, well 2018, I guess now it was um, I was taking a lot of oxy cotton for 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 the pains from from things. Oh my gosh, man! Yeah. And then uh, my doctor's who's very young. And uh, I think very smart stuff. So she was the one who suggested CBD to me, and uh, for me, it definitely mm-hmm. helped me, you know, get off uh, taking a lot of painkillers. Yeah, yeah. Um, it actually also too helps with the uh, withdrawal process mm-hmm. because it helps with anxiety. It actually helps with moods. It helps with any body aches. Um, it's also a fever reducer as well. Um, I've just I've noticed, like I said, I've noticed a lot of benefits with it. Um, and I've been using it through this whole COVID thing. And, um, especially when my body, it feels like the the pain, like you could feel it feels like it's in your bones. Mm -hmm. Um, it's definitely reduced it. Um, so even though the doctors are like, take Tylenol, I'm like, Tylenol. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like we have a mild headache. If Tylenol was working. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, but, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Now, I, I, I was curious about, um, you know, before you did Dead Girl and everything, were you a horror movie fan, like, before that? I was, yes. Yes, I actually, my dad, um, so I'm, I'm just a daddy's girl, and uh, my dad just got, like, a really sick and twisted, you know, sense of humor and personality, and uh, he he would uh, sit me in front of the TV and when The Exorcist was on. And he, was, he just sat me there and I'm sitting here like watching it like, what the hell am I watching? This is terrifying as a kid. Yeah. And uh, one day he took um, him and his best friend, uh, took my best friend because they grew up together and uh, dropped us off at the movie theater. We thought we were going to go see, I think it was a Disney movie. But uh, he dropped us off at the movie theater, and it was Chucky. Oh, nice. So we sat in the theater watching Chucky, and my mom was pissed. (laughs) She was pissed. I came home. I hid all of my dolls in the closet underneath the bed. (laughs) I slept in the hallway with my blanket. Oh, oh, yeah. But, you know, my dad had a – he got a really nice kick out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I uh, I single mom, but I, so I grew up uh, watching horror movies with my mom, and she had no problem with me watching horror movies. But it's weird because you mentioned Chucky, but uh, the one thing that would scare me in movies were like uh, like any kind of evil toys because I had a lot of action figures, and then you'd have them all in your room, and after you saw like a horror movie with some type of evil action figure, you'd think, uh oh, it's just going to come to life and and do something. Oh or, well, yeah, I mean you're a kid and your your imagination just goes wild and um. You know, you're playing with toys. That's that's where your imagination is, and you're you're putting those, you know, things to life. You know, as GI Joes and Barbies and dolls. But when you watch a movie, when dolls come to life, <laughs> fuck that. You know, that's like <laughs> terrifying. That's like a child's worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. You know, to sit there and lay there and think that your doll is out to kill you. <laughs> exactly right yeah 
the sweet looking face <laughs> is going to get you when you're sleeping. Uh-uh. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, actually, did your uh, did your father end up seeing a uh, dead girl? Are you in, in movies? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. So. Oh, this is kind of awkward. Um, so well, it he would be had... an awkward movie, I guess, to watch with your parents. <laughs> yes. Now I think about it, yeah. Okay, okay. So we had um, one of our premieres over at the AFI Film Festival over in L.A. And um, I invited my dad, and then my brother came. And I thought the seating arrangement, everybody would just kind of be scattered all over the place. And uh, no, no, that wasn't it. So before anything started, we were sitting at the bar. My dad was having a few drinks. My brother was having a few drinks. And uh, they finally go and they seat us. And they sit us next to each other. And my dad has got a big thing of popcorn. (laughs) And so the movie starts and everything. And, you know, when you have, like, all the difficult scenes, I hear my dad grunting. He's like, Jen, you want some popcorn? (laughs) Okay, okay. No, I don't want any popcorn. (laughs) But my brother, my brother was like, that was fucked up, but that was a good movie. And my dad's a big supporter of it, you know, and he's always supported me throughout my career. And um, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's always been there. He was supportive, you know, no matter what the the context and the and the um, the graph, you know how graphic it was. Yeah, he yeah. knew that you know this was very important. This was a very mm-hmm. important thing that we made, and how important it was to us. So, so, so um, yeah, having that support is. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. So when you're speaking of it being a graphic movie, when you were first. Uh, you know, going to do it. Was there anything like you read in the script that you, that, uh, you had a problem with or were you all, you know, all, all in for making it? I, okay. So, um, when they sent me the script, cause at first they warned me mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I, I was going through it and it took me a few times, you know, and it just kind of sunk in and I thought, you know what? I have never seen a movie like this. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of a movie like this. And, you know, I've, you know, I've been through a lot of traumatic things in my childhood you know, when I was a teenager and I thought this as the perfect opportunity to just go out there and just show like, Hey, you know, this happened. I, and that's the most terrifying thing out of this entire film is that, these things actually happen. These are what teenagers go through. And these are what adults go through, you know, the whole peer pressure and, you know, acceptance. And, and it's just like, I just the entire thing. It just like, it just sinks into your skin and it's just unnerving, you know, knowing the reality of it, mm-hmm. that this, this is true. Yeah, I, you know. to me, that's always what the, you know, uh, great uh, genre films, either it's science fiction or horror do is uh, obviously it's a, you know, it's like a zombie movie. It's a f- fantasy on one level, but they're really talking about, you know, real themes and real things that happen to people. Oh, yeah, I think, you know, I think that's the most terrifying thing about, you know, when um, a, when a writer or, you know, just just comes up and just puts real life in there. You know, I mean, it's easy to, you know, think of, you know, Halloween and you have like 
the freaking American psycho. And yeah, I mean, you, you think about those things, but I, I think the most terrifying thing is what actually goes through people's minds and what people are capable of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when it's, you know, what you would think of as, an you know, an innocent person, a, a young person. Mm-hmm. So how yes, are you? Absolutely. How are you, you approached to do Dead Girl? Like, uh, you know, how did you get involved in it? Um, a friend of mine was actually working on production and um, I was doing a couple short films at the time. And as well as um, I was doing a lot of uh, modeling and publications at the time. And so a friend of mine reached out and said, hey, you know what, I think that you'd be perfect for this. So I'm sending all of your information out to the directors and um, they'll be in contact with you. I said, okay, you know, great. And um, yeah, that's just pretty much how it all started. Um, Just because of just some of my background, you know, I was very comfortable with nudity. Um, very comfortable in my skin and um, he knew that that wouldn't be an issue and they wanted somebody who is natural because it was also a trying time to try to find somebody for the part that wasn't <laughs> fake or plastic right yeah you yeah. know because this is this is the beginning of something mm-hmm. you know it's this they don't want it to be that Hollywood movie because it's not mm-hmm. that Hollywood movie. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it makes it much more, uh, really makes it scarier and more, uh, relatable if it's, uh, someone who's obviously very attractive, but still is like an actual person that, that you would see. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, the, um, and the less, the less fake they would be would really go against the theme of the movie. Cause it's kind of, you know, about dehumanizing someone where then you can do whatever you want to them. Well, yes, absolutely, absolutely, and um, it just kind of it uh, it just kind of takes you away from the actual society of what's actually going on with you know just you know everybody is wearing plastic. Mm-hmm. And that's just the thing, but they wanted to keep it original. They wanted to keep it, um, you know, just the way it should be, how she should be. They had this particular character and this person set in place. You know, wanted it to be completely different from everything else. And that's what made it stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a very original movie. Um, and it's uh, it's not necessarily a movie you, like, I, I think it's a great movie. But it's not necessarily a movie you watch and, and, uh, and like, really have, uh, how do I say this? Like, it's not a feel-good movie in any way. But uh, to me, something doesn't need to make you feel good to uh uh, real art, if if it hits you emotionally in any way, if it's a negative emotion or, or a positive emotion, I think that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, you know, I think it all just depends on, you know, who's watching it. Um, I know quite a few people who are very sensitive to that kind of stuff. And I know a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends that won't watch it, mm-hmm. you know, just because of the content. And they're like, you know, I know you, Jen. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see you get That's, hurt. I'm like, right. it's a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, along those lines, when you are like filming, like you know, sexually uh, violent scenes, like, uh, what are those scenes like to, to to film? You know, when you're on set with the other actors. Um, it's just we, uh, you know, we're all very comfortable with ourselves. Um, just getting to know each other. Um. 
you know, just developing, you know, that comfort and that friendship before anything, because I mean, we're, we're going in deep, we're getting into some really deep stuff. And you don't want to get into that kind of deep stuff if you're not comfortable, because then, you know, you'll be out of character, you won't be feeling it, you won't be in that right state of mind in that place that you need to be in, you know, especially when it comes to the dead girl. I mean, her expression, her emotions, everything is just what plays it. And you have to like feel it. You have to see it, you know, because she doesn't talk, she doesn't speak. And so when there's nothing there and you can't work with the other actors, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But yeah, we Mm -hmm. joked around, we had a lot of fun. There was a lot of, we're very comfortable. So it made everything a lot easier. Mm-hmm. That you were, you know, doing modeling before you got into acting. You said you, you did short films. Was acting something you always wanted to pursue? Um, I've ever since I was um, a teenager. You know, I started off doing modeling, and then um, what was it like? Nineteen twenty is when I actually started getting involved in actually TV and. Um, I had a lot of friends that, um, uh, that were doing movies. So I've, I've been around it. I've been around it for God, a very long time, ever since I was a teenager. So I've always had my foot in the door. I've always had that access, you know, and it was just only a matter of time when it was going to happen. Yeah. So when you, when they, uh, when your friends asked you about doing the movie and they got you in touch, uh, did you, did you audition for dead girl? I did. I did. I actually did. Um, what they did was they sent me, um, some direction said, Hey, you know, this is, this is what we're going to need. And we're going to need for you to do this a certain way, this look a certain way that's how to, you know, just, you know, just pretty much directed me on what they wanted to see, you know, cause you're not talking. Right. <laughs> so it's really hard to explain it. And it's really hard. Like, okay, so how are we going to explain, you know, what we need from her? Mm-hmm. And so I did it. I nailed it. And they said, okay, we're going to fly you out in two days. We're going to start. Oh, wow. So, what? yeah, it was, yeah, it was that quick. Mm-hmm. Was it a, was it a physically demanding role? It was. Um, I did my own stunt. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of my own stunts. We did have a stunt coordinator on there. Um, the only time that was not me was um, the banging on the door, trying to get out of the door, mm-hmm. and then running through the woods. Yeah. But everything else was very physically demanding. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good thing I was in really good shape. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> because I was I avid workout and exercise oh. and all of that. Um, yeah. But there was actually a scene to where the chain was around my neck, mm-hmm. where Noah Segan um, had to pull on the chain when she was trying to pull through the door mm-hmm. and um, or trying to, you know, stop her. And, um, yes, um, I actually did have some bruising around my collarbone uh, mm-hmm. because I was being physically, you know, pulled on that chain. So I had to place my body in a certain position to where... I wouldn't, I was not being choked. Yeah. Would, would, would that be a concern of yours since you're also a model? You know, you don't want anything, uh, 
you know, any kind of bruising or, or, or permanent marks on you. Well, you wouldn't want them anyway, but it would also affect your modeling oh. career. No, no. I, yeah, there's there's easy ways of covering that stuff up. Oh, you know, right. I mean, when you're when you're a mom and you're running around and yeah, <laughs> right, you get right. banged up all the time. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, yeah. my kids were just, they're one, two years old at the time. And so, yeah, I'd talk about <laughs> yeah. little ones running around. Have have they ever seen the movie? No. All right. That, that, but that would also do, be awkward. They do talk yeah. about it. Yes, but they do talk uh-huh. about it. And um, my kids started talking about it at their school. Oh, really? And. I was like, you guys, no, no, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no. Yeah. My daughter said, you know what, mom, my friends found you on Instagram and, you know, they think that you look younger than us. And they're like, <laughs> wow, that's your mom. <laughs> okay. All right. I got to turn it down a little bit. But damn it. <laughs> do they, do they like horror movies though? Even if they're not watching Dead Girl. Um, my daughter does. Uh-huh. My daughter does. My son, eh, you know, it, I guess it just depends on the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my daughter's all all into it. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned uh, Exorcist, you know, and, and Chucky. What are some of your favorite horror movies? Oh, my favorite, oh, my ultimate favorite is um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, okay. I love it. I love that movie. It's just like the perfect... Ah, it's like the perfect horror and love story, and it's just it has just everything in it. I don't know. I'm just I, just, I don't know. I'm I'm yeah. all into like I love vampires, just not right. Twilight. <laughs> all right, I've actually never seen the Twilight movies because I assume I wouldn't like them, but uh, I mean, oh, maybe they would surprise yeah, no. me. But I kind of yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, vampires are not supposed to sparkle. Oh, right. <laughs> Have you ever had the chance to a play a vampire? Uh, Halloween. <laughs> Halloween, excellent. excellent. <laughs> yeah, I've I've always I've always wanted to, to uh-huh. play a, a role as a vampire. And yeah, yeah I would jump on it if somebody you know offered me a part. Uh, yeah, if anyone's Absolutely. listening, and once once the world's back to normal, I, I think uh, Jenny here would make a, a great vampire. Oh yeah, oh yeah, put me out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, but speaking of Halloween, though, since he did grow up watching horror movies, stuff, did you uh, did you do a lot of uh, at, at Halloween? Did you ever dress up as anything anything cool? Um, <laughs> I tried like putting blood on my face, and uh-huh. my mom just did not go with it. My dad <laughs> just thought it was cool, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> so I, yeah, I mean, I I've always grown up as like. A little bit of the dark, you know, like the bad girl, just kind of, yeah, um, just going out there, you know, dark makeup, leather, just come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah. uh, besides, uh, besides your dad and the popcorn, like, what was it like to watch the movie, for, like, for the first time or with an audience? It was, you know, what it was a very, it was cool. It was like, it was cool. You know, I mean, I've, I've seen myself on screen before, but this was completely different. This was absolutely different because you just get so absorbed in it. And you it's not even you. It's not, you don't even know who these people are on the screen. And you're just going, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, we just, we just made that? 
no way. You know, we had a lot of people um, on, on our production that left because they said, you know what, you know, we are not going to be a part of this. You know, this, this isn't going to be anything. A lot of people didn't believe in it. Um, and man, you know, I mean, just um, the responses that we've gotten from it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're kicking themselves in the head. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, no, it was completely different. It was just a you really felt it watching it, and I felt for the dead girl. I felt for all of the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a totally unique movie. I don't think there's anything before like that before it or or after it really. And uh, over the years, like uh, people still talk about it. Um, did you think it's Grown in popularity? I mean, Kaiser was pretty much popular as soon as it came out. But I assume people still <laughs> really talk about the movie with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's great. Absolutely great. You know, and I, I love how people, you know, continue to talk about it. And some people are watching it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I see you just shared this here on your... About it. it was, uh, uh, it was a DC Shredder pick of the weekend is Dead Girl. Yeah. Yeah, I went and I, I pulled that up and I was like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, it's still, it's still, people are still talking about it. Uh, it's great. I, I hope people continue to talk about it. I think oh, it's yeah. just going to be a film that's just going to be, you know, it's going to just be one of those ones mm-hmm. that people are just not going to forget. Yeah. What? Really. You can't really forget. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, since your character's naked throughout the movie, was uh, this maybe a silly question? I don't know, but was that cold? Was it where were you shooting? Was it was it cold? Oh, to, you know, to be out. Yes, we actually we um, we filmed at um, in Boyle Heights in LA. We filmed at the Linda Vista Hospital, and um, this place is only it's only open for production um, upstairs. They were doing like doing like a, a skinamax. <laughs> uh-huh. um, there, was, there was a lot of stuff that was going on, uh-huh. but everything in this hospital um, was just kind of, it, it just looked like, you know, everybody just kind of up and left. Like there was incubators, there was real death files. There was actually a, a place to, you know, cremate bodies. Um, it was, it was terrifying. It was pretty scary. Yeah. And, uh, you're thinking, I'm like, Oh my God, what am I breathing in here? And, uh, yeah, yeah. We actually, we filmed, um, in the boiler room where was it Friday the 13th? I think it was, oh, probably, yeah, Nightmare yeah, Nightmare right? oh yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. 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 It was the same location as that, the same boiler room. Oh, wow, um, that's and it was, cool. it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was freaking cold. It was cold down there. I had, um, I had some crew, you know, we had blankets on the side. So, you know, during takes and everything, I would be covered up. Um, and then sometimes there'd just be like long hours, you know, to where I wouldn't be covered up and just kind of had to go with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's that I think sometimes that's something people, you know, don't think about just the, you know, something kind of simple there, but, you know, making a movie and you're out, and the elements, uh, you know, with no clothes on, you're going to get cold. Well, yeah, um, we were actually, Jim, um, Jim Ojala and I, um, we were the first ones there and then the last ones to leave. Mm-hmm. So our call time, would, we would have to be there about five o'clock in the morning and we wouldn't even be done 
until after everybody has left. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about one, two o'clock. I wouldn't even get back to my hotel until then. And then maybe get two to three hours of sleep. And so you're talking about doing 30 days straight of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And then having to, <laughs> especially with the cold and then, uh, yeah. yeah. And as the movie progresses, your character, you know, gets more and more, uh, messed up. So, uh, how, the makeup was that, uh, how, what was the makeup process like? Uh, we had multiple, we had different stages of it yeah. and, uh, <laughs> oh man, that Merkin. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Just don't even have to go there anymore. Um, <laughs> Oh, that was like, that was like the hardest piece ever because that, that thing had to be glued to me. Mm-hmm. And just when you have to go to the bathroom, they're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> we have to glue it back on. Right. So it's like gluing it back on, off, on, off. We're going to have to uh-huh. add more hair to it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. come on, guys. So- um, yes, but there was different stages. And so in the beginning part, um, there was just very light lightly tensed to my body. Um, most of it was pretty much natural. And then our makeup process, I mean, that would, I think maybe about an hour or two of that, but, um, with the full on cover that took, Oh my God, I want to say like five, six hours. Like it was, it was a long, long process, like down to the detail of everything. I mean, you're talking about the butt crack. Okay. Uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's down to the detail uh everything has to be perfect um we had pictures on the wall of actually um a real dead woman who was oh, preserved wow. that they actually found in the water and he had a copy the coloring of that mm. so to well, make it look yeah, yeah. So what do you do while, while you're having makeup applied to you for like five hours? Do you listen to music uh, or? Yeah, we listen, listen to music, talk. Mm-hmm. Um, we had like little, you know, little dance parties. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there was times where we just took little breaks and we just kind of cruised around, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the hospital you know, in areas where you're not supposed to go, yeah. um, getting into trouble. <laughs> uh-huh. That sounds fun. Actually. Yeah. The, oh yeah. You know, it was. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a, that's a weird question too, but the, when you talk about, you know, the Merkins glued to you in my mind, it, that would be worse when it's being taken off, like being the, the glue being pulled <laughs> off. I, I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Cause he had to glue it. And so uh-huh. every single time you had to take it off, hair was like coming off. Yeah, and I and hate hair. I hate hair. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, and it's and, an of um, area, and, right? Yeah. Well, yes, yes, <laughs> and then also too, like getting it to stay on there. Uh-huh. And uh, this is—I'm I'm sorry, this is going to be really gross. <laughs> but um, there was a part that where they had to like extend it to where it had to be like glued up my butt crack. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, yeah. that's not a good place to have glue as as far as no. i know i don't know i've never experienced no. glue in the butt crack, but i assume yeah but they had to make a stay because of the scene right, because right. there was actual like movement mm-hmm. that was like 
going on parts. I mean, the sex scenes, they're, you know, they're not real sex scenes, but there are parts that, you know, do get robbed and they, they, you know, it kind of, you know, messes it up and they, they want it to look like this woman has been like laying there for a very long time. Yeah. 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 No, I don't want to get too grab. Do, do they when they do take it off? Do they just pull it off, or do they have like some type something that they put on that that loosens the glue? Uh, <laughs> I just go into. I had to go into the bathroom and just kind of work it all off. Right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> right. It was like, oh, I should breathe. <laughs> not, no, I assume you didn't keep the Merkin for for a keepsake or anything. <laughs> Put up on <laughs> we did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we did. Oh god, we 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 put like a little um <laughs> a little area of little pieces of the movie, like the fake penis American uh-huh. <laughs> and part of her beat up eyes. Uh-huh. You know, we made just like a little like shrine. <laughs> And with a half of a tequila <laughs> bottle. <laughs> and left it there. We took a picture of it and left it there. <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite story. Especially, I'd love to know who found it. If it was just left there and someone oh, God. walked in on well, it. Well, I heard... Well, I heard somebody went and picked the penis back oh, okay. up because, right. come on, <laughs> I guess apparently it was a real mold of a penis. So. <laughs> uh-huh. <All right. laughs> we don't know whose, but it's someone's. Right? I do, but I'm not saying. Oh, you do. All right. Well, sure. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely yeah. interesting and fun. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, have you ever thought, or even at the time, like, uh, where your character, when the dead girl, you know, goes after she runs out, not to spoil the movie, spoiler alert, but, uh, at the end of the movie, when your character runs away, do you ever think like, you know, what happens to her? Where does she go? Freedom. That's, that's all that I would think is this, this, this woman was free, free from being locked down, free from everything else, you know, like just free for herself. Um, we actually, when we were going through, um, the Trent and the, the directors, they were thinking of like, okay, well, should we put like, like a tattoo? Should we make kind of something on her wrist, you know, make it look like she was a part of an experiment. You know, there was a lot of changes that were happening, happening while we were filming, you know, but it was so, important for us to stick to the script stick to the original and we just we you know like any changes of it i mean would just kind of just it just threw everything off so we just wanted we just left it the way it was we just wanted to leave it open just kind of you know for everybody just kind of figure out let their minds go where you know they want to go mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know, I think that's just like the, the best part of it is just uh, leaving it open. Yeah, I agree. Do, do people like uh, message you or, or talk to you like uh, and have their own like theories of where she went or how she got there in the first place? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I try not to, I try not to, I mean, I, I respond to it. Sure. But I, I, I don't say too much. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good, like it, I said, it's good to leave it up to, you know, if, if that's what they think, you know. It, it's good to, like you said, oh, yeah. then everyone has their own uh, opinion on what happened. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I'll pretty much respond, you know, like, what do you think? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's where your head wants to go because that actually leaves it you know, to the movie, because everybody's going to have their different perspective of it mm-hmm. and different thoughts of it. So, I mean, that just makes it, that's what makes it cool. Yeah. Do, do you, do, can you remember any, like, uh, some really, like, either way out there or funny or interesting theories people had of, of what she did? Um, you know what? No. Um, a, a lot of people, because we were trying to not use the Z word. We were Mm-hmm. We're really working on trying not to use her as a zombie, you know, um, you know, and a lot of people, you know, started leaning towards the whole zombie. So I guess we're just kind of going, okay, okay. I guess that's where it's all leaning mm-hmm. towards. So that, I guess that's going to be her character. I guess that's what she's going to be. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I just lost myself for a second. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I was going to even ask that. Do you consider her a zombie? Because, uh, I mean, I guess like just the technical term of it, she would be. But, but again, it's it's not necessarily a zombie movie. But, uh, <clears throat> but it I is. Kind of, I kind of. Well, yeah. I mean, I just kind of thought of her as an experiment, mm-hmm. like a woman that was an experiment. I mean, she was locked in a basement, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody had put her there, you know, I mean, there's just kind of, I mean, I mean, there's no like laboratory. There's, you know, no hints or anything that were pointing, you know, that she was an experiment, but you really don't need to have that evidence as Mm -hmm. somebody has an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's uh, part of the, part of the horror of the movie is, you know, what happened to her. Exactly, exactly. And, and if she is like if she was undead, um it could uh take away actually a little bit I think from the uh from the horror of it cuz uh you know to think that yeah. that she still like you know can you know feel any of this experience that's going on it, it makes it much more uh a much more horrific uh, idea. Well yeah, I mean um she she felt, she had emotions, she had feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, that's the most eerie and creepy part about it. It's like, is this, is she alive? Like what's happening? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, well, zombies don't have feelings. Right. <laughs> was there ever, uh, was there ever talks to do it to, to do a sequel? There was, um, yes. Um, Marcel and Gotti said, okay, so we're going to start working on a dead girl too. And we want you to, we're going to have you in it. Um, but the thing was, was there was a lot of backlash. There was a lot of stuff going on um, between the rights of the movie, the writing, everything. Um, everybody wanted, had different visions of it. Um, so it just, it was all clashing. You know, yeah. nobody wanted to come to, um, you know, a resolution of everything. So it just, yeah. So it was yeah. just sitting there, mm-hmm. but I believe Trent posted, um, the script or posted some of the stuff that he wanted to do for that girl too. Oh, really? Yes. Um, 
I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to look it up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, if, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it'd be wonderful, you know, if it did come to life, Mm -hmm. you know, I think our viewers and, you know, our fans, I think, I think it'll definitely, you know, um, kind of, you know, bring the original dead girl, you know, make everybody just kind of think like, ah, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. I was right. I was right. You know, like, ah, uh-huh. see, told yeah. you guys. <laughs> you <know>? uh-huh. <laughs> ah, yeah. Do you still keep in touch with uh, Marcel and Trent? <clears throat> I have not talked to them in years. Everybody is just kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's working on their own little projects. Um, life's just kind of, moving forward um you know people are starting families moving to different states Mm -hmm. um yeah getting away from the la life you know Mm -hmm. there's just been a lot that's been going on and especially with california and everything is getting so expensive and it's getting really expensive to you know produce Mm -hmm. any films or anything you notice that a lot of things are not being filmed in California anymore. Everything is being filmed in different states. Yeah. Like Atlanta, Canada. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from what I was saying, cause I, you know, have a lot of friends in the movie industry. Like, uh, they all say that the, uh, like it, you can make like a real, like almost no budget movie. And then the giant blockbusters, but to make like a midsize movie is really hard is, is the hardest movies to make today. It is. It really is. You know, I mean, you have to work with investors and funding. It's all about finding the right people. And I mean, man, when, um, gosh, when I was trying to work on a film called Misfortune and just going through all of the budget, everything down to the detail. Oh, man. And then working with the funding and who's going to invest in it. It's just, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot mm-hmm. of work. Yeah. Do you, do you, um, I know you mentioned if someone's listening, they want you in a vampire movie, you would be there, but do you still, uh, uh, do you still like pursue uh, acting or, or working in the movies? I do. Um, I'm actually going to be, we are working on a TV series oh, <clears> called cool. Vice Squad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Called Vice Squad. And, um, we'll be, I, my role, um, I will be a detective and we'll be filming out of Hawaii and Vice Squad is actually going to be, um, everywhere. So there's going to be Vice Squad, Miami, LA, Hawaii. It's, it's going to be everywhere, you know? Um, so right now they're just working on the funding, just putting everything, developing it all together. Um, already we have the writers of, um, Law and Order that are actually writing in my character. Um, We already know who's going to be doing the score. It's just, everything is just, it's coming together slowly, but you know, when you're working on such a big, big project, Mm -hmm. it takes time. It takes so much time. A lot of people don't understand, you know, like the process that everything has to go through. You know, I mean, when people say, well, how long did it take you to film? I said, okay, well, my part was 30 days. Okay, so when did the movie come out? Two Uh years later. Why two years later? Because you have to go do distribution. You Mm -hmm. know, do you want to go the route of, 
you know, doing the festival route? Do you want to go straight to DVD? Like, how do you want to do it? How do you want to do it? And so it, it, it all just depends, but it takes a long time. Yeah. 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 I filmed my first feature, uh, December in December, you know, and the actual filming was uh, six or seven days, but like you said, the movie has to be edited and color corrected and, uh, scored. And then, uh, like you said, we'll probably hope to do festival run and the distribution. It's like you said, it's not like you film it and bam, the movie's there. There's a lot of, exactly. Exactly. You know, a lot of, you know, trying to explain that to people. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay, I give up. Yeah, yeah. You know, we push yeah. it out the next day. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I joke with uh, with my friend Michael, who's editing it. I was like, oh, so we'll, we'll have a rough cut done probably by Wednesday, right? Because we finished like filming Sunday. Yeah, I was just <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Very rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we had a, a two, he might have had like two minutes of rough, rough cut, maybe, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh i think uh, right now is a good time for for series too because uh with the rise of the streaming sites you have uh you have network television obviously and, and cable and pay cable and then you have all of the streaming sites so all these places need your know, content yeah yes absolutely um see i'm not sure the route that they want to go i know they are working with major networks mm-hmm. and making deals so i you know, I, there's already part of a pilot or there's, there's some stuff that was already filmed. Um, I think it was the vice squad LA and, um, we've had actually some major celebrities that were talking about it and it's on IMDB. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Steve Carell. Um, there's, there's been multiple, yeah, yeah. There's been multiple people who have actually, you know, kind of picked up on it and have talked about it. Um, but yeah. Yep. Very good. Well, that's very excited and exciting, and I'm uh, very happy for you. Thank you. You're very welcome. I'm not used to saying this yet, but people, because uh, I'm a noob to, to the movie world, like making movies, but everyone always tells me break a leg, not don't say good luck. So I, I'll say break a leg. I <laughs> uh, was wondering why people are, are wishing harm on me, but. Uh... Uh, don't use a break a leg when you're filming. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Good luck then, I guess. I, I don't. I don't know what to yes, say. Yes, but yes. But you get you get the idea. Be awesome. You right. got this. Right. There we go. There we go. So, uh, how about the the posters? Because I actually really like both. Like the the main posters, the one with the with the face with the eyes up in in, in the back of the head, and and then just the the vertical lips. Are, are both those uh-huh. you? Yes. Um, uh, the, the cover, the face mm-hmm. and the lips. I'm not sure if the lips, I know they took when, um, in the beginning, cause they were taking photos of my face, you know, different parts. So I don't know. Could be my lips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go with it. They're, they're nice. We're going to so. go with it. Oh, Those are my lips. Uh-huh. I'm sure <laughs> someone out there will. We'll, we'll uh, they'll study yeah. it and tell me yeah. if, if, if it is not. <laughs> uh, Amy uh, Marshburn, who's listening, and she really enjoyed the Merkin uh, talk. Apparently, uh, she wants to know <laughs> <laughs> what was the most challenging thing you experienced while your role in Dead Girl. Ew. Um, there's quite a few challenging parts. Um, as much as I want to say the sex scenes. Um, those were 
pretty challenging, but I also want to say the, um, the physical, the physical mm-hmm. challenges, um, you know, cause I, like I said, I did my own stunts. Um, I think the part where I had the, um, the chain that was wrapped around that was very challenging. We actually had to do that a few times. Um, but it just got to the point where I said, Hey, you know, we've, we've got this. And there was the dog. Oh, I, I will. N- I'm sorry. I will never work with dogs again. <laughs> um, we had an issue. Yeah, no, we had an issue with this dog. Um, the, you know, the dog handler was there on set. Um, I, you know, our, our set is closed, you know, so it's just kind of, you know, people who are not actually working on it. It just, I was just very uncomfortable when I had this man that was standing there right next to me, just staring at me. Um, but this dog, there were times where it had to jump up on the table and I was laying there naked and my legs were spread. Okay. And this dog jumped up and his, his nails got mm. me right in the vagina. Ooh. And I screamed, I screamed. I said, you guys got it. I am done. And they're like, wow, she's a trooper. And I'm like, God, you guys got a, you know, a kit here. You know, I said, no, no, no. I'm like, no, you know, because it's just that, that right there. You know, I mean, you're just, you're putting yourself out there. And especially when you're working with animals, you know, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That made me cringe when you said that, so. I assume it was a lot worse. Oh my God. I know I'm cringing just thinking about it. You know, I, it's just something that I just put way in the back of my head, you know, because it's just something that just like, (sighs) yeah, (sighs) no, no, don't go there. Don't go there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you still watch the horror movies? Um, I do. I anything um, anything current sticks out to you? Not at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, well, yeah, you know, just recently, just kind of um, just dealing with the health stuff. Like, right, yeah. I'll be like, okay, yeah. I'm going to bed at like 8 o'clock, and then uh-huh. I'll put on like Discovery Kids or something, and I'm like, right. okay, this will put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if I put on something that I want to watch, there is mm-hmm. no idea. I'm not. There was, there would be like no way, no way I'd be going to sleep. I'd be up all night. <laughs> and then afterwards I'd have to put on some freaking happy cartoon. And then I'd be sucked into that being like, God, I love SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually yeah. never, I've never watched SpongeBob. I have to admit. Really? I've never, no, I know. I fall asleep to SpongeBob every night. Oh, okay. Yeah. My friend Juliana, because <laughs> I got a free SpongeBob SquarePants shirt uh, at something, and I was like, I've never seen this, and she's like, well, give it to me. So I owe oh, I owe yeah. it to her, but I haven't been able to get up to Boston because you know I can't travel or anything. But but I owe her the, the SpongeBob oh, shirt. Nice. nice. I actually um I worked with Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob. Oh wow. Very we cool. did yes, we did a thing called Three Minutes in Hell with um carlos azraki he's the the voice of um rocco's modern life he does the yo quiero taco bell <laughs> oh, okay yeah yeah <laughs> he's, he's, he's the um he's the little mexican on reno 911 uh-huh oh yeah. right yeah so we yeah, did yeah. yes we did like a comedy thing called three minutes in hell to where he played like the scottish devil and then there was like 
a Mexican in the background that was ironing clothes. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a little comedy skit that we did. I think it was for like uh, Comedy Central or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, Tom Kenny was one of the guests and I had brought one of my girlfriends and, and I said, hey, you know, this is a close set. You know, <laughs> you're, you're here. Do not approach. Do not ask questions. I know there are people here that you want to talk to that you're fans of you know just sit right here you know just kind of have to be quiet you know but as soon as tom walks out <laughs> oh my god my kids love spongebob i love spongebob can you can you speak in spongebob voice and he's uh, like oh, <laughs> like okay okay i'm never bringing anybody <laughs> again uh-huh you know yeah. yeah, I I, I remember him from uh from Mr. Show, the uh, sketch uh comedy show on HBO. I was uh my favorite sketch comedy show, but he was really funny on that. You know, before he took off as uh, SpongeBob. Oh yeah, no, he's he's a great guy. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you like to do uh, uh comedy? I do, I do. Um, you know, I don't know. I I I've been told I'm just naturally just outgoing. I just I. I speak my mind, you know, and I speak reality and things that are so real that I guess I put it in, you know, words that people are just, I don't know, they're just like, she just fucking say that. (laughs) But it just, it makes you laugh. And, you know, I would, I would love to, I'd love to be a part of something, you know, comedic. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Very cool. So uh, where can people, um, where can people follow you? You like not your home, but if they want to follow you online and see what you're uh, up to. <laughs> no, I. <I've, laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, Instagram, Instagram. Uh, I have a Twitter. I'm trying to, you know, keep up on the entire Twitter thing. Right. Um, and you know, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. I'm always on Facebook. Yeah, I I should use the Twitter more. Cause I know people like it. I just don't personally like it, but I know for the show, I should definitely uh, tweet more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of hard though. Sometimes when you're just bouncing back and forth and you're trying right. to keep up with everything and you're yeah. just like, ah, and then I, I always just, feel like I'm posting the same thing on, on all three things. And I'm like, well, if they follow me on all of them, they're just seeing the same thing on all three. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you're trying to mix it up and you're like, well, this is kind of boring. You know, I wouldn't <laughs> want to follow me. You know, <laughs> that's, that's like, a good like, way to think about it, right? So here I, I go, want to throw in a sexy yeah. picture. You know? right. Mix yeah. it up a little bit. Ooh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. uh, I I would try that, but people would just unfollow me then, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then follow me back. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll just post pictures of you online. And, uh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Which I have hey. been to, to plug the uh, to, pl- to plug the interview. Now, if I do it afterwards, yeah. people, I don't. You know, she was already on the show, dude. I don't. I don't know what what you're doing, but be like this girl. This girl was on the show. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. three years ago. Like, three years ago. Going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. I'll, I'll have to bring you back just so I can share photos. I guess. But yes. Why not? <laughs> I think it's a good idea. (laughs) Come on, I post them all the time. (laughs) Very good. That's very true. true. I follow you. Yay! Just not home. 
No, 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 no not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I've had a few of those. <laughs> mm. I would, yeah, uh, like um, my friend Annabelle used to be on the show, and she used to get mad at me because I had my actual home address to like where people could send stuff. She's like, "Don't do that. Like that's mm. not accepted." And I was like, "I did say like, well, it's probably a little different. Like uh, this, uh, you know, middle aged guy having their address as opposed to, to the girl on the show." And I, I know yes. that's sexist or whatever, but there is a difference. I mean, there's you know. Okay, so you know how you can tell when people are trying to find your address when you go mm-hmm. to Google yourself. Bam! It just shows Jenny Spain, you know, addresses. Oh, oh, my dear. Oh, wow. Like, where is she? You know, like, uh-huh. it's, it's like, holy fuck! Yo, you ain't gonna find me! That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that is, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, you know, some people don't, you know, uh, necessarily have to, th- you know, think about, but it's, it's definitely something that that is they can you know it's really out there so so be careful oh yeah you know and i have people who always ask me you know is Spain really your last name <laughs> yes yes it is <laughs> but i don't legally use it <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah then you have to ask yeah. yourself why is this person asking me this right if it... <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's i think it's funnier when they ask you if you're spanish because your last name is Spain. You're like, right. yeah, you know, it's like if a black name, you know, black man's name is, last name is white. Hey, man, <laughs> you know, you're white. Do I look white? You know, it's like, come on. Uh-huh. Right. People. It's like, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. People yeah. just cracking up. Yeah. I'm going to erase that question here from my notes. Is Spain, is, are you from Spain? Is it? What's the next thing? My Wikipedia says that I'm a Spanish. <laughs> but I'm Spanish. I'm like, who the fuck is doing my Wikipedia? You know, like, can somebody change that? Is, oh, is that, is that real? I yeah. I'm look that up right now. It's funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It says I'm Spanish. Uh, I'm like, okay. Uh, I guess. I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, like the, it's like the first word. Jenny Spain is an American actress of Spanish descent. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm Spanish today. <laughs> what what a weird thing! Good. I guess you can be anything yeah. when you're an actress, right? Yeah, that's very true. That's, that's all. Yeah. That's acting. But so it's I'll be even just, tomorrow. There you go. It's even a weird just thing to start off with. It's just like she's an American actress of Spanish descent. Like, why is okay, that? Yeah, American is actress of Spanish with? descent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Even if you were, I don't understand why that would be like the, the first I, sentence. Well, see, I don't even know where they get that information from. Because uh-huh. my last name is Spain. Spain. Okay, right. so it's like... <laughs> it's a, yeah. I get that all the time. So are you Spanish? Oh, God. Please don't ask me that. <laughs> Hello, you don't I'll... want to be rude and laugh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm ask you and you just laugh in their face. It's probably, it's always bad. Yeah. But inside you're like, oh my god, this person is an idiot. <laughs> but you know, you, you yeah. just put a smile on your face and say, yeah, okay. <laughs> Great. And then it goes on to talk about your mother and your father. Uh, I won't ask you if these I, are you know what? or not. But yeah. 
Yeah, my dad, yeah, he was an engineer. Um, he um, engineer for, like, the shipyards. He worked um, for the government. And then my mom sang in church. She okay. was a singer. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's true. So they got some rest. <laughs> so so. Stuff, yeah. yeah, I don't know what else is out there, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, made me laugh. I like. Yeah. I like. This. I'm gonna put that in, when I write up the uh, when I write up the description of the interview. It's like we interview. I interviewed Jenny Spain, an American actress of of uh, Spanish descent. Tomorrow, she said she'll be European. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Whatever you. Do. She's only Australian on Thursdays. Mm. <laughs> <You know>, like... <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah, throw another shrimp on the bar. Well, this has been Be fun. This has been yeah. very fun. <laughs> I had a great time. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Obviously, we're both laughing. So I assume it's been a good time. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. What else are you supposed to do in quarantine? You know, it's you very go true. your mind, right? Very true. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a wonderful time. And thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. And you take care of yourself. Thank you. You as well. All right. And I feel better. Goodbye. Talk to you soon. Oh, you know, you feel great. (laughs) Bye. Thank you. Bye.
I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire!